What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Joining me today is little brother Jace. How are you? I'm good. Good. You know, trying not to bake outside where water takes like two seconds to be boiling hot. But, hey, I'm in air condition and I'm ready to podcast. All right. Jay King, what's up with you, man? Not much, man. I'm like everybody else in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I'm trying to stay cool through these dog days of summer and um, trying not to leave any kids in the car or walk any uh, pets too far and uh, drink plenty of water out there, folks. It's hot. Stay hydrated. Stay thirsty, my friends. Chief, what's up with you, man? Hey, nothing. Everything's good. Everything is good. Uh, how's it going, man? How's, how, 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 how are the fellas? How are you guys, man? How's, how's our fans? How's everybody doing? Cool, man. How are you, Chief? Good, man. Ah, oh, man, you know, I'm all right, man. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to make it. Every day is a holiday, man. That's what I like to hear. You know, and that holiday is is the one I got to work on. You know what I mean? I don't get that uh, holiday off. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not quite not quite as great as I thought it was. All right. It's okay. Another day above six feet is a great day, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what they right. say. That's what they but, say. You know, but I've been know, told. I've also heard when life is miserable, miserable life is long. So <laughs> you never lied there. You never lied there. It could go either way, man. You know. Mhm. Sometimes you pray for that six feet, then you right. get the rest. Some folks do, yeah. You know, it's been a long, it's been a long, long, long run, baby. I'm like, good lord, do I have forty more years? I hope not. Whew. Anyway, uh, what's going on? What's the topics, man? What's what's popping, man? Uh, you know what I mean? I love this Lyle's movie file thing, man. That's what I do. All right. So we got a big show for everybody. We got so much stuff to talk about. Uh, one of the main things is how black people are taking over and uh how certain demographics can't have anything anymore because there are too many black people invading and taking over the spots that they once had all to their own. And I'm no, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about Hollywood. So the big news uh, about three days ago, Latasha Lynch, who probably last saw in Captain Marvel, has been revealed that she is going to be playing 007 in James Bond 25. This immediately sent the small brains running for the hills, racing down to their mama's basement to frantically type on Twitter and stress how happy they were about this news. Happy, I'm sorry. I meant distraught, agonized, feel like their world is coming to an end because Bond has been replaced by a black woman. Now, of course... This movie is James Bond 25. So Daniel Craig is eventually probably going to get his 007 nickname back. But honestly, when I watch most James Bond movies, outside of the folks in uh, MI6, no one calls him 007. They're always Bond. Bond, James, James. So I don't know how big a deal this is going to be. Besides, at the end, uh, Spectre... James retired, so it's not like this company, MI6, is going to stop and retire his number. 
They've got to find somebody else to fill the shoes. So what do you guys think about this? And do you care that Bond lost his 007 name to Latasha Linson's character? Okay. Can we can we cue in the uh, I'm distraught from Harry Potter uh, sound? Uh, it it just seems weird. I mean, it doesn't. It's not like it's a bad thing. It's just like, I mean, because you actually put the best case, the best reasoning for it. Because it's like some of us forgot what happened to Andy Specter, and there's a good reason for that. So we I mean I didn't even remember he retired. I thought he had been retired since Skyfall. I mean I thought he's been on the outs with the MI6 for you know three movies. But I forgot that he retired. So it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense that they would need somebody new as 007. Is it I mean it almost seems like you you doing a move like that almost invites people to just like I'm not going to see it. I'll never watch another James Bond movie again. It's like, because even just replacing Bond with like another British white guy would have just been like, really? Well, I mean, it's like, eh, it doesn't, that doesn't really seem right. But then you're like, oh, you bring in another race or you bring in a race and a gender. It's like, you know, you're just asking for controversy. And, it, and it's like, does, does your movie really need that? And so I, I, I don't, is it a good look for her? It's like, hey, I, I mean, do I want to be the one vilified for being 007 after James Bond? I don't know if I need to break that glass ceiling. So, but yeah, Jason, if it goes both ways, I don't care. I'm not so caught up on who's playing a made-up character. You know, the outrage when, yeah, a white person plays a black character, like let's say a white person plays an Asian character like Goku or whomever, um, The Last Airbender, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be outrage in that, but this is white Hollywood. I'm, You know what, what irritates me more, what's more of a point of contention for me? We're the black studio heads. We're the Asian studio. We're, you know, we're the people who actually make decisions in filmmaking who are of other ethnicities. Tyler Perry. Oh, yeah, on. you're right. I'm sorry. Let me shut up. Tyler Perry. That's all I want. <laughs> Y'all just claim I won, huh? don't you? They're but, working um, on you know, it. All right, hold on now. Yeah. Okay. Chief, what do you think about all this, man? Uh, you know, I mean, James Bond, James Bond is, is I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like he should be white, but he kind of should be white. He's a British, white, intelligent British agent. It, here's, a, here's what I don't understand about these things. Okay, so you want to introduce somebody into a James Bond, James Bond franchise, right? You want to put some, some color in there. Are you saying Why James don't Brown? you hire? I said I said James Brown, but I changed it to Bond. <laughs> okay. Um, I just finished walking the dog, so I'm a little like hot. The wind and gotcha. some other stuff. Yeah. Go. Hey. So here's the thing. Instead of just sometimes changing the character altogether, why don't they just introduce the character with a new character? For example. Instead of saying, well, we're going to do a black James Bond because or a black 007, why don't you bring Daniel Craig into some scenes in the movie where he kind of, in a sense, passes the torch to the new person, you to the new black person or whoever the person is you want to play the new 007. You know what I'm saying? Transition it. Transition it. 
you I think um I think some parts are meant for some people. Like like you know, like you can't have a, I wouldn't have a white guy playing Barack when the movie for Barack finally comes out. Um you know what I mean? Things of that nature. I mean you so I kinda understand where a white double oh seven, you know, I, you know, if they're gonna give her the double oh seven seven mantle, I'm fine with that. I mean, but maybe have Daniel Craig in the movie at some point, you know, he's in the movie, she she goes to him, he you know what I mean? He passes it to her, she takes over has the new double oh seven and now you can build a franchise around the girl because she's done that movie now. Versus sometimes, like, you know, because uh, we would have been up in our arms over a white Luke Cage going through Harlem. You, you know what I mean? We would have been like, what the hell is this? Hey, that's a little different. Um, okay. Well, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, you know, certain things, like, uh, for example, when they did the movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson, she did that uh, Ghost in the Shell movie. You know what I mean? Everybody felt the Asian person should play it. Um, so certain parts should be for certain actors or actresses. And I'm saying instead of just coming in there and being like, okay, you're the new 007, it just causes that outroar. You know what I mean? Everybody's, oh, God, what the hell? Have Daniel Craig in there? Pass the torch. I mean, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with somebody passing the torch to somebody the way I see it. You know what I mean? Um, it it kind of it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't because I mean hell we grew up on Sean Connery, Roger Moore. You know what I mean? Those were those were our James Bonds when we was coming up. Then of course you know they started Timothy Dalton and all these other cats in there. But who you know who who was our who was our Sean, who was our James Bonds when we were coming up? Sean Connery, Roger Moore. They were well uh, Sean Connery was Scotland. But Roger Moore was certainly British. Yeah. And uh so my whole point being like, you know, you can you can pass the torch to somebody, but you just you know, you can come in and, and ease it. Like the little merman thing, I think was stupid. I mean you you know, but this here, the the James Bond thing, what are you getting mad for? Let you know, I, I think that studios sometimes I think they I think they wanna shock you. They want to, you know, come in with their grievances. I think sometimes you just bring the character in who's been playing it, pack the character off, it's fine. Isn't isn't uh the Idris Elba? Doesn't he play uh, Luther, who's a black cop? Is Luther yeah. supposed to be a black yeah. cop? He's supposed to be black, though, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't know. How would you feel if, if a white Luther came? You know what I mean? There's no white Luther. You don't know one, one white Luther. At least I don't. Luther isn't even a Caucasian name. So, you know what I mean? Every time you hear the word Luther, you know what I mean? You, I'm supposed to see you, a black you, man. You a white dude, you like, right. yeah, you're like, who? You know what I mean? Like, like Leroy. You know what I mean? Those are certainly uh, urban names. Yeah, I don't so, dig that, but I don't understand the super outrage about this this character Unless they're billing it as this is the new James Bond, Jemina Bond, or, you know, well, in, in that respect. Well, I think they're smart enough to di- differentiate that this is going to be a double shot from the 007 
from James Bond. Well, are they saying, be a part are of they that. saying she's 007 or are they just saying she's a British agent? That that's what they, that's what 00- needs to be clarified. No, no, she's 007. She's she's 007. That's James Bond. And I'm she saying that I don't have a problem. Title. If I don't have a problem with her, I don't have a problem with anybody playing the 007 character. I'm just saying that when you got a, in this day and time, when you've got a character who's been that character for a long time, um, come in, bring the old guy in, pass the mantle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been it's been done in movies before. Right, somebody yeah, else yeah. comes and introduces somebody, and now they're the new character. I mean, hell, we thought the last Batman, um, when uh, what's the name gave uh, old boy the keys to the to the to the, the, the Batman or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right. We was like, okay, he's passed the mantle. There could be, there wasn't, but there could have been a new Batman or Robin or so on and so forth. He's passing the mantle. There's nothing wrong with him, with, uh, you know, Daniel Craig showing up and not even, like I said, not being throughout the whole movie, just coming in in a, you know, a couple of scenes or whatever where he gives her advice, comes in, you know, she's, she's 006, 008, you know, Agent 321. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be. I mean. Well, according to this, you, you know what it is? The, the 007 moniker staying attached to the film project itself. She's not playing James Bond. She's going to play an agent. But 007 she's, is James Bond. No, it's 007. No, that's the, his name. It's like a title. So there's a 006. And when 006 got killed, they replaced him with the dude who was Ned Stark. And when he got killed, they had to find another 006. It's just a title I, that they I use. get what you're saying. I get what you're saying in that aspect. But what I'm saying, if if I say 007, who do you think about? The dude you don't say that's like just a name. If I say, if I say, if I say, hold up. If I say New York Giants number 56, who do you think about? Of course. Um, Roger Moore. <laughs> Oh, is that not the answer? I'm gonna need you to change your. I'm gonna need you to change your skirt, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that's my point. I'm saying numbers are associated with different people. So, if I go in there and I say, "What was Joe Montana? Ten or eleven? What was he? Sixteen. 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 Okay. So, so you like I said, look, look. You knew. So, if somebody else comes to the uh, 49ers organization wearing a 16, you're like, what the hell is this? Because the number I mean, is associated with the person. Period. I, I dig Nobody it, but else... typically with that respect, that number gets retired, right? They're if you're talking that. But they're not going to retire, right? In, in my sixth office. Hey, and I'm saying, I'm saying they don't have to retire. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they don't have to retire 007. I'm saying bring in somebody to give her the 007. Bring in somebody from the franchise and give her the 007. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, I don't I have a problem that. with the girl playing 007. I'm right. saying it's just, just that, that association true. with 007 to James Bond. Right. I did, I give the association. M- give the association. Her the let James. Right. Let James give her the 007. <laughs> I think the smart thing to That's do for I'm that saying. would be this: don't have her be as 007. You know, of course, you're going to use the whole. It, to introduce it, I think they're probably going to use the 007 for introductive purposes to say, hey, this is a James Bond. It's under the James Bond umbrella. 
but give her her own call name, whether it's 009 or 01 or okay, okay. whatever. Wait a minute. Way more thought into this. Oh, come down, sweetheart. We're She's going to be in there like two minutes before she gets killed off. And James oh, has to take the title. We're just, this is the things that we would like to see. You asked the question, we're answering. I did. This spitball is like, man, she's going to be killed. Y'all going to be like, oh, man, what the heck was all that for? It's like, hey, James, this is your replacement. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, she's dead. Now, James, we need you back as 007. Yeah. We'll title her something else. I mean, but that's that's as much conversation as we were putting it to. It's exactly like. The studios want kind of this conversation versus saying, yeah, you know she's not staying 007 the whole movie. Yeah, that's what, they, that's what they want because they know people are going to come see it, talk about it, tweet it. They know that. They know and, that. You got, and, and you got the, you know, I'm not even going to say the, the racist because it's, it, it's like some, I mean, like even like us is like Jimmy, making Jimmy Olsen like this big black dude didn't make sense to us. It's like, uh, no, wait, wait, wait. Why does it got to be a big black dude? Why can't it just be a black dude? Because he was literally a black dude towering over everybody else. He's a big black man. Because <laughs> he was right, the dude that was towering over the guy cool. who played Superman. So, I mean, we, couldn't even, we couldn't even let him Jimmy be. Jimmy was dating beautiful women. And, and, like, and then in the course of months, a photographer became the uh, CEO of a multi-billion dollar corporation. So, yeah. Yeah, there's so many things wrong with that. We're not going to get into that, but yes. Well, again, remember, we couldn't actually have Superman and Jimmy Olsen really get the same sh- shot together because it, it, it would just be embarrassing. So, Which one yeah. of y'all is Superman again? Okay. Uh, Lion King's coming out this Friday. What do you guys think? I mean, uh, Disney's just live action and all of their classics. I'm waiting for them to get the, uh, what, uh, what was my joint? Uh, uh, with the dogs. We, I want to see if they remake the We Are Siamese scene. That's what I want. <laughs> Lady in the Tramp. Yeah, Lady in the Tramp. Let's see if they do We Are Siamese in that one. Let's see that. Yeah, man. Them cats just scare me when I was little. I know. Let's see if they do Song of the South. <laughs> Let's see that. Let's see if Song of the South yeah. is next. Old Yellow. But you know what? I'm, I'm looking forward to The Lion King. I mean, you know what, man? I watched the... Uh, Two versions of uh, the Jungle Book have come out. One with yeah, Scarlett how many of those Hansen. did they make recently? Do they made two like in short, like back to back within like six or seven years of each other? I think. Yeah, because one was an actual Jungle Book and one was Mowgli or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I went and saw both of them, and I enjoyed both of them. You know what I mean? And you know, I, I like the Jungle Book from you know uh, the original cartoon. You're talking about the one that was on Netflix, Mowgli? Yeah, that, yeah, it might have been the Netflix one, but I remember that they did like two. I know I saw two different movies. Mm-hmm. Of it. So, yeah, I, mean, I, saw, I just saw the other movie. one. How, how was the Jungle Book? Because Mowgli was, oh, I mean, the animation of it was really good, but it was like, I was, I think I watched, tried to watch it like a couple of weeks ago. I'm just like, well, this is interesting, but it's not keeping me, you know, awake at, you know. 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Interesting. It's like, well, yeah, nothing keeps me awake on, on 10 o'clock on a Friday night. <laughs> it's just like, I'm 43 now. You put me in a bed. <laughs> you put me near a pillow, and I don't care what's going on around me. Um, 
But yeah, man, I, you know, you you got to watch that joint during the day when you up. Um, okay. But it's, it's, I mean, like I said, it's 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 not a bad show. It doesn't. It's not boring. It's just it's the Jungle Book again. But like I said, if you like the Jungle Book, then you'll just you know what I mean. It's the same. Like nothing really changed too much. I mean, they did a little twist of it, kind of, but nothing changed to uh, any any out there degree where you were like, well, it's it's totally different. But you know, they followed the base, the same basis, you know, same premise. You know, boy lost, wolves raise him. Uh, you know, and then at the end of the movie, movie, make Scar the hero. And it was actually Mowgli uh, no. who was the killing everybody. You know, he was a actually psycho killer. That would have been great. That I would. Great. I mean, that would have been a nice change. I mean, change of pace. I would. I would have thought that would have been like the real shock. It's like actually the reason no. why he was in the jungles. The jungle book. Parents. Mowgli's like, revenge. No, they didn't do that. <laughs> oh, man. See, I think, they, I think they missed it. I mean, they, they. Well, they did have a twist though. They did have a twist. So that's what I'm saying. Go watch. Okay. It, and you'll see the twist. So, All right. Um. Just don't watch it at five o'clock. I mean, ten o'clock at night. Ten o'clock. No, not ten right. o'clock. Not ten o'clock in your bed, especially not that. I was, I was on the couch, but there was a pillow behind my head, and it was it, it wasn't yeah, doing well was, for the Jungle Book. Listen, we're not we're not young dudes anymore. I, I about five years ago, I think I hung out all night. I might have got home five o'clock in the morning, and I had to be to work at seven. Man, how did that feel? I, I'm gonna tell you, man. I've never done it again. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never done it again. That day was the longest. I thought I was in Alaska on one of them uh, 24-hour days. Like in, that in, in day, uh, Iceland where the sun doesn't shine, doesn't say. I'm trying to tell you, man. Hey, listen, that day didn't end, bro. It did not end. We just don't and, have uh, enough yeah, caffeine so, to keep you awake for that one. I ain't got it. I ain't got it, man. I ain't built for bodies no more. I'm I'm home. You know what I mean? I got my socks on. I'm asleep. You know what I mean? I'm sleepy. I'm look. I'm sleepy now, but I'm doing this for the fans. We're yeah. <laughs> doing you know it for the mean? listeners. We, they do appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do it for y'all. I want to. You know, I'm looking at the clock. Going, mm, if I go to sleep in an hour, I'll have four hours of sleep. Yeah, I'm doing that. So yeah, um. So, but yeah, check it out. Check out the Mowgli. Okay. You know what I mean. Um, and and I think, like I said, the Lion King. I think it'll be good. I don't, I don't you know, as long as they stick to the general script, as long as they don't get cute. You know what I mean. And I don't think Disney is. I don't think they'll get cute. I think Disney's smarter than that. I think they know their base. And for the children who have been recently born, you know, within the last, you know eight or nine years, who uh, I think they want to present that story because the original story was flawless. They want to present that story to the new generation coming up, as is, just in that live-action animation. Well, I mean, I mean, like, you make a good point. It's because kids, I mean, and I'm going to say kids, that their animation has to look a lot crisper. It has to look like almost like Japanimation style, or it's like that old-school Disney might not connect with them when they're like, Hey, I saw like a gorilla. I mean, uh, what's the one? in uh, Planet of the Apes? I saw apes looking like real is everything talking. You, you, you're gonna have to give me a little something more than that. So, and Disney has proven these live action 
and I'm, I mean, I'm, and I'm sorry. The, the, the reason they say live anim- action is literally for parents because they don't want to say, oh, it's animated or computer generated. So it's really just computer, the computer generated version of Lion King. Looks like, I mean, I mean, seeing the premiere is like, oh, that looks very good for animation. You know, I mean, it's come a long way since Yoda, you know, was on screen uh, in episode two. I mean, actually, episode three. I'll be honest with you, though, that for kids, that really don't matter. They don't care that so much about the animation not looking as crisp as. Okay. They just want to be entertained because I'm going to tell you what sells anything with kids. You're the only parent here, so please. <laughs> It, it's it's is can I like do they like the character and the for these Disney movies the songs okay. because I'm gonna tell you something if you show a five year old right now the original Lion King and they like oh I just can't wait to be king they're not gonna care what it look like yeah because they'll love the song and the story more than anything or the character of Simba they go for characters and moments songs you know that's what kids like the animation don't really. You know, I, I so my kids, you know, stuff from when I was a little kid, before I was born, you know, they don't, that don't matter to them. They really don't. If they, if they like it, they like it. You'd be surprised what they gravitate to. That is surprising. I mean, I mean it doesn't actually surprise because I'm like, I, I just, like, when I go over, like, my nephews and then I see what they actually look like. It's like, how many times have you watched this movie? Eh, a fair few times. Like, like the, not the, the Incredibles and, uh, gosh, Boss Baby and all those. I mean, like the, Really fun, funny ones. Dave, like, yeah. And you can just see the look on their parents is just like, I've seen this movie too many times. Please make it stop. Oh, yeah. You, you get to that point where, look, I don't want to see another minion for as long as I live, dude. <laughs> I don't want to see another, uh, 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 what do you call it? Well, one thing, one I really do like is Hoodwink. That shit was funny. But, like, they, they, what they gravitate towards, they, they just like it until they like it, you know? They're, like, for example, was the the rescuers? Damn, I always loved the rescuers. That wasn't I wasn't even born when the rescuers came out. You know what I mean? That's an old one. Yeah, that's an oldie. But they like, you know, the kids like what they like. Uh she's gotta have just the Netflix gave it the axe. Now this is interesting because Netflix also revealed earlier today that they failed to make their uh, list for subscribers they had forecast that they were going to have five million by this point in this quarter and they only quote unquote only added 2.7 million netflix doesn't blame it on the price increase but more that the original movies and the original series failed to really get an audience Ava duvernay did tweet out today that the when they see us numbers or netflix revealed the when they see us numbers to her and they did really well. So apparently not, that's not a blanket statement for all of them. But all that great original content that we've been soaking up on Netflix is not translated to new subscribers. What do you guys think about that? Um, I know the Marvel films or Marvel shows were ass, but Netflix isn't shy about cutting shows that aren't working. Do you think this is going to start to create that backlash of, hey, uh, I want to give this Netflix show a chance, but it's going to be like NBC and cancel it after I start getting into it. Uh, Chase, what do you think? Oh, I, I think, I don't think anyone was worried about like them coming up with going to NBC, ABC route. Like, because a Netflix has to commit to a whole season. And if you at least know I can get through a whole season, that makes me invest into it a whole lot more. 
it's like it's when I'm like, all right, you give me six episodes. It's like, all right, I don't see where you can go after this. Like the new show on ABC, Emergence. I'm like, all right, what are you gonna do? What is your plan on season two after the big mystery and all the reveal happens? And I think like most of Netflix shows that they've canceled are kind of just like I can't and and, and other than like she's got to have it. It's like I I know I looked at my Facebook just looking at the mentions of it, I, I know a lot of people were watching it, but I don't think it was making, it wasn't making people drive to go, I need to get a subscription to Netflix so I can see she's got to have it. It was like, and even with the blockbuster movies, quote unquote, that they're advertising, they don't, Netflix doesn't advertise like a traditional movie companies. Like they don't set you up for six months. Hey, this movie is coming to Netflix they'll just drop it randomly on a Friday and just be like, oh, okay, here's this movie. We put a lot of money into it. If you do, yay us. It's like, they don't, they almost need a better marketing division. It's like your old original core of subscribers were the people who were cutting cable. Now the price point is almost the same. I mean, it's, I mean, like once you have enough of these streaming services, you're just picking and choosing. So I, if you tell me, Hey, this movie like, even just, like, telling me, like, Luke Cage is coming to Netflix September 4th in, all, in, in July. That, oh, wow, if I didn't have it, I might have to pick it up. Like, just how I was for Young Justice is like, oh, Young Justice is coming in September for DC Universe. I'm going to buy the subscription for this. It, that's, I mean, just, it, it, to me, it's, been, it's more of a bad marketing to miss their subscriber numbers than it has anything to do with price points or losing Marvel or anybody else. Like it's just bad business decisions. Uh, Chief, what do you think? Is this the case or is it a bad decision or just the shows weren't interesting to people? Uh, you know, here's the thing, man, you know, Disney's about to get their own subscription store. Uh, thing. people know that, uh, I think some of it is why subscribe to Netflix if you wait for Disney. So that's one. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we, all of us are kind of movie connoisseurs, so we'll probably subscribe to Disney too when it comes out. But a lot of people aren't like that. Plus, um, they canceled, like you, you were saying, they, they canceled the Luke Cage, they canceled the Jessica Jones, no more Daredevil, no more Punisher. Um, and even now, when I scroll through Netflix, there's times where I have trouble finding something to watch. Um, there used to be a time where you could go through Netflix, scroll through, and there was something always in there you wanted to see or something new coming out that you wanted to see. For example, uh, a couple months ago, I watched Sabrina. I don't know if any of you guys watched Sabrina. I watched it. Um, I didn't finish season one, I don't think, but... Okay, well, you you, you missed out because it's not. I know, the, I, I'm playing it on it. It's just a matter of timing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the Sabrina we grew up on from uh, uh, what shorty name from uh, the '90s. Uh, gosh. but yeah, yeah. Melissa Joan but, uh, Yeah. Right, right. It's not that Sabrina. So this one is is dark. It's 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 good. It's a good Sabrina. But so you had season one come out. You had season two come out. You go through them, um, and that's the thing about Netflix. 
you go through these series and a lot of series, then you got to wait. So if you're watching your favorite, if you're watching your favorite series, you got to wait. Plus the other thing about Netflix is, and the other thing about a lot of these joints is, if someone has your subscriber joint, right? Because they don't, they don't, they, 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 like up to four people can watch your your password. So no, 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 no. They, you, they, they, they've limited it so it's like only two people can watch it at one time. Like, I mean, you can have it on like only a certain amount of devices. I know, I know that's Hulu like that, but Netflix, I thought it was up to four people or four TVs can run it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Not um, at the same time. You can have four different accounts, but it's limited to two people. Not that I know this, of course. Nope. Well, this is the thing. So, <laughs> how many subscribers are coming through? You missing some subscribers there? People are getting it free. You but know, you know, I, I feel like they were always. That's always been the case. But I'm. I think it's more like what you said with Disney, uh, HBO Go, well, all these different options. Yeah, I mean, it's a combo pack. But I mean, like, let me ask you this: What are you watching on Netflix now? What are you recommending? Well, I, I always watch the original movies, the ones that come out this year. Uh, so I watch pretty much all of those new movies, especially if they have black people, um, because some well, act like black people don't exist. So I make sure to watch any ones with minorities. And I'm watching okay. Stranger Things season two because I'm the only person who's that okay. far behind. Oh no, I've watched I've watched already season two of Stranger Things. So. <laughs> Um, but that's what I'm saying. So the things that you watch, and then another thing about it is some of the series is only eight, 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 eight episodes long. Well, so, you know what? So, the funny thing about it is, like, I'm I'm finally getting to watching, like, Voltron. And it's like, that's if they told me, again, like, the, as I said before, it's like, Voltron is eight episodes in a season, but they might have multiple seasons in a year. So that at least is like, okay, like, Shows like Designated Survivor. I just picked up Designated Survivor last week. I'm like, oh, this is really good. And then now it's like it's got a new life on Netflix. It's like, but it, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out what, what what is the thing. It's like what are they missing? I think there's too much content when it comes to Netflix original. It's like they're just throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what's sticking. They've had their big runaway hits like Stranger Things, Orange is the New Black, and House of Cards, and Glow. Uh, Glow is a hit for them. F is for Family is a hit for them. But they've had so many and still have so many programs that are Netflix originals that you kind of get, I guess you get overload on them. And that has to come as some kind of production overload because you're pumping out series after series after series. Like I said, the spaghetti against the wall, dude. So you're, you're hoping stuff sticks, but at the same time, you're running out of spaghetti in the pot. But you know, you're right about that because there are so many things. When I look and scrolling through, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And it's like, oh, that's a TV series. I don't want to watch a series. I'd watch this if it were a movie, but I don't have the time commitment for 80 or eight hours. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of time. But if it was 90 minutes, I would watch it. And some Blast of those TV yep. shows sound really interesting. I'm like, man, I am so far behind on like shows his, that his, I watch. Chief, and I know I want to see. Jeff, Chief, Jace, if y'all watch the zombie joint on there, 
Which one? Right. <laughs> I mean, they've got so many, and it's like, they dude, so that many. sounds good, but I'm enjoying Walking Dead again, and the, the, the Walking the Dead's Netflix on. The original. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what it's I'm talking about, right? Like, dude, there's so much stuff. And and it's like, oh, man, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. And at one point, it just becomes easier not to watch anything because mm-hmm. I don't have that, I don't have that time to devote to a series that I know I don't get a break on. You know, it's just, right. it's no, definitely. not everything is bingeable on Netflix. Right. And I think right. that's that's one of their things. It's like, eh, I could watch this. I could watch. I could bang out six episodes. I'm so far behind on Black Mirror, and I actually like that. And like, mm-hmm. I've started. I'm super late on mm-hmm. that and Stranger Things season two. But I'm like, man, I don't want to just sit and just spend all the time watching these shows, you know? Okay, but here's the funny thing. It's like, we're used to watching it on binge, a lot of these Netflix shows on binge. It's like, we could space, if we were just smarter, we could just space them out and, like, watch them one a week and even just one at night. Right, and yeah. We, that's but what it's, I'm like, doing. <laughs> it's like, cause it's like, it's like any show like that, like the series, you're just like, oh, I can't, I can't sit down and watch a whole... 22 episodes of, of the season. It's like, well, you're just watch this. an hour. You're okay. Let me ask you all this. Chief, you touched on it too. Would Netflix benefit from slowing their role of taste and saying, look, we're only going to put out one or two of these series per 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 quarter? No, right? I think so, they, they uh, need that content. That's their whole thing. Even if it's crap, somebody's going to watch it. It doesn't really cost <laughs> them anything to keep it on there. And they well, have no, that whole thing of cycling stuff on and off. And if it's not finding an audience, they'll just cancel it. It's mm-hmm. no sweat for them. Mm-hmm. If they get a hit, great. If not, that's 10, 10 hours that somebody can just soak up watching their crap. Well, show. let me ask you, in, 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 in turn for that, the cost of producing that many programs, that many movies, that much content, it has to come at an operations cost. At some point, that, do you get bloated? They're cheaper than yeah, regular I think shows. In a mm-hmm. lot of cases, these shows are basically running, and Netflix is just here. Here's the and they're buying content from industry, right. different distributors. Like, yeah, it's not like they're putting forth all the money to get this stuff out. Right, like a show like Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland is probably mm-hmm. costing more than six shows with no one that you've ever heard of starting. Right. Winona but even Ryder but, probably wasn't that expensive when no, of course not. Off. But even in that case, as you have hits that develop and their budgets go up, um, will that? And, and here's another the, the other caveat to that too is, as production values increase on shows that become hits, and also as your projected membership numbers don't meet expectations. And maybe you lose a couple of membership. Does that change the dynamic of how you produce content and the rate in which you produce content or put content out there for the streaming service of Netflix? You know, it's funny because to me, I'm like, I don't watch everything on Netflix. I, I watch the stuff that I want to see. And I feel like a lot of people do that anyway. And oh, yeah, definitely. There's always at least one good romantic comedy each month that comes out on Netflix where it's like, oh, that was good. Oh, it wasn't going to be a theater that's going to put it out. So I'm glad I watched it, and I'm glad I'm watching Netflix for that. Yeah. And like, then there's Always Be My Maybe. That was good. Yeah. And they've had a ton of movies like that, where it's like, this was good, and I'm glad this got out here to an audience. I've watched a couple of video-on-demand films that 
and I start noticing traffic on the on the site, and it's because it's gotten picked up on Netflix. And it's like, oh, that's why. And there's like a ton of people who want to see these 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 movies that never have a shot in the theaters. And I think that's Netflix niche. And those movies that are decent, like those romantic comedies can't cost anything because right. they're simple. A movie like Good Sam, which is really great, it didn't have, I mean, it was basically a Hallmark movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, and I'm not like consulting it in terms of the quality, just no, in, terms of, in terms of cost-wise. We're yeah. not talking about a $100 million movie. Right, 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 right. Now, I know they haven't done as many movies like Bright and having a big star like Will Smith headlining this year but they really don't need to you don't need it because they can get those those high level b stars and they're fine you can do a movie with somebody like sandra bullock and spend 30 million dollars total for something like bird box and have the whole country talking for three weeks straight oh well say but but you think about that like next netflix inked this big deal next year to have the rock in a movie and it's like yeah that's a big get but it's like Is that going to get lead to new subscribers? I mean, the people are there. It's like, I mean, and I don't this know, is even saying even for the, real though. You could have put skyscraper, whatever the, his ta- the rocks tower in the front on Netflix, and it wouldn't have missed the beat. I don't think. No, I think a lot of more people would have watched it too. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> it's like if I if I don't have to pay twenty dollars extra that month, they're like, you know what, rocks in a disaster movie. Sure, why not? San Andreas? Sure. Whatever. I can do that. Yeah, that's an interesting thing right there you just brought up. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we see Adam Sandler doing it. Uh, hey, that uh, movie, uh, those... his last one with J- Jennifer Aniston, that was funny, too. That was right. funny, man. I like it. It was. And I'm like, all these people hating because it's like, hating on Adam Sandler is cool, but, I mean, that movie was everything it needed to be. And it's like, hey, look, look, hey, it's I'm tired of that. Look, Adam Sandler made you laugh throughout the 90s. Shut up. You still like Adam Sandler. Yeah. I don't want to hear that from people. That's what I was like. All right, I'm going to close my door and let me laugh. And as long as <laughs> no one hears me laugh, it'll no one can say I was laughing at Adam yeah. Sandler and Jennifer Aniston in this hilarious movie. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to hear that. You still like Adam Sandler. I don't really want to hear that from people. But 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 no, my question was with, with folks like Adam Sandler who signed his, what, six picture, six, six projects deal with, with them? Yep. We see a lot of comedians doing it, like Bill Burr. His last four specials have come out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Epps has got a new deal with them. Well, comedians are signed on deal. Are we going to start to see more actors and not like B-list or, or not B-list actors? We're talking A-listers sign on for three, four picture deals with Netflix. And if that happens... I think we're going to get a lot of those passion projects. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, eh. But with Rock, I think he knows the audience, basically. Yeah. Summer Blockbuster, just do that stuff. Crank it out, people watch it. Um, but I think we're going to see films that, I don't know, man. I think we're just going to see movies like Point Blank, where Anthony Mackie and Frank Grillo. That's good. Like an 80s movie. And then do their thing. And it's on Netflix. And you watch it on a rainy day. Yeah. No, and have you watched it? Oh, I've watched it. You reviewed it's it. good. I like it. Dude, that soundtrack was dope. By me and the Casio keyboard. It was dope. It was dope. I, I hated that soundtrack. It. <laughs> that, soundtrack was, that soundtrack was terrible. And your 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 mockery of it only confirms that it was terrible. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, also, you know, you're saying it was fantastic. He, it was yeah, fantastic. he said Javon was good and terrible. Yeah, it was good and terrible. It was 
terrible. Now, are there any directors? That's my last question. Are there any directors, like big-name directors? We know Ava DuVernay has done her thing on Netflix. Are there any big-name directors, like, I don't know, Guillermo del Toro or, or Tarantino or somebody in that vein who has signed off to it? do stuff? What was the, the movie that won Best Picture? Roma. Yeah. Roma, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's like net, I mean, Netflix can get all of those kind of movies, and it's like if they can just like average, like straight up advertising, like, hey, we got this big name director, and we're telling you months in advance that this movie is coming on Netflix. Well, wait. you're gonna get new subscribers. Well, wait, and like, yeah. and let's and, and I'm, I'm gonna, I want to take back one second. Think of how many people would not have gone to see Sandra Bullock in Bird Box. Man, you wouldn't have theaters. saw that in the You wouldn't have saw Oh, yeah. That. People would have laughed it off. Like, I'm not seeing that. That looks stupid. Yep. It's, it's called okay. Bird Box. I ain't going right. for it. No, I'm yep. good. But people people talked about it, you're right, for months and weeks after that. Mm-hmm. And it was good. And well, I feel like serious. that would have been one that would have been good in movies in the theaters. But, you know, Netflix... They wouldn't have found an audience, I don't think. Was Roma one of those... Uh, an exclusive to Netflix, or was that a no. purchase through us? The 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 film. What do you call it? The film. So festival. Netflix bought it, and then they uh, released it. But they had to throw it in a few theaters to get the Oscar. Um, For your you know, considerations. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's how it worked out. But it's real interesting. So yeah, that that's some interesting stuff, I'm, and I'm curious to see what goes down over the next few months with Netflix, if we're going to see more movies or more uh, series coming through. Because I really think they should start slanting more to movies. I think that's more their bread and butter. But where people will start buzzing, because I don't really hear a lot of new TV shows getting buzzed. But, you know. And Jace brought this up to me. Gossip Girl is going to have a sequel, and it is going to be on HBO. As someone who watched zero seconds of Gossip Girl, Jace, tell me why this has you excited, and what in the world is this going to be about? Okay, I'm not saying it is going to have you be excited, but I did, I mean, it's like I was over at my girlfriend's house, and she was watching Gossip Girl, and it was like, okay, this isn't horrible. I mean, I mean, some of these people are just miserable, nasty people, and it, but it was like, oh, I mean, it's like, especially like the a little more adult slant you can put on on HBO versus I think this when this originally came out it was on CW and just adding that little bit of like bump up especially for a sequel I don't know if it's going to be like the same cast or something like that I'm sure this is going to I mean like to, to, to be honest this is something that would get somebody hey you know what I like this show a lot on CW if you tell me when this is coming on I will order my subscription of HBO Go to check out at least a couple episodes to see if it's worth keeping on catching up. So I think think this was a good move actually by HBO because it's like there's the show was basically it started off like you know the usual teen comedy I mean teen angst drama you know starts off with them in high school then tries to do the college thing but that fails miserably and, and so it tried to take them to like adult life but I mean because basically it's like this it's and I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, for anybody who's never watched the show, let me I'll give you a two-second thing. This site is it's like basically like a tabloid of all the popular pretty people and what they're doing behind closed doors. And this and it gets basically blasted out via like Facebook to all the high school people. 
that's the two-second nutshell version of Gossip Girl. Now, if you did it in a current, I mean, like, if you stick with the original characters, what they're doing, I mean, like, they're basically a bunch of New York socialites. So you could do that very easily, translated that into this current, I mean, just like current, what, what are the, what are the socialites doing in New York? Especially, I mean, following the same cast of characters now, probably in their thirties, what are they doing? Like what, I mean, you don't have to make it like a reunion show, but like, what are they doing? Like and these, you know, former socialites. Now they got kids, you know, uh, drug habits. Like, I mean, there's, there's, there's a, a decent avenue to go with the show. So I, I think that was a smart move by HBO to pick it up. Does anyone else watch Gossip Girl? And did, and if not, did Jace's description convince you to start watching it? You uh, sold on Gossip Girl? I don't even know what that is. Um, I, you know, I'd love to, you know, make fun of Jay. Um, but I'm not even gonna do that. You know what thanks, I mean? Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna let you go free, man. I I know how you know you like your pew shirts. And that's a pew shirt move. <laughs> See, I was like, man, this is why I'm, I'm really happy not to have Gunner here. He'd have been talking about All-Star Superman. And then, yeah. And then Chief just like, oh, wait, I'm going to stay up and act in it. Sorry. So I don't know what guy sits down and watches Gossip Girl. But no guy will I, sit down. No guy will sit down and watch Gossip Girl. A guy will sit did. there and not want to kill your, himself. I think, you, I think you mentioned your girlfriend, but I think you were alone. And I think you watched it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I have it. no idea. Right. Don't put her in it. I don't, I have no idea what it's about. So, um, and I, I don't want to know. Um, so that's not going to make me, you know what I'm looking forward to though on HBO, which I heard may be coming out. And I don't know if I heard it from Lyle's movie style first, or just, mm-hmm. I read it in an article was, um, they're going to do a version of the Sopranos when they were younger. Um, Javon is the only other person who's watched really watched Sopranos. Would you want to see a prequel? Yeah, I I watch. Yeah, I watch a prequel. I watch. Um, I watch a prequel to Sopranos. Um, you know, uh, did you guys ever watch on Stars Gladiator? The 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 the, it was was, a Spartacus. The blooding. Yeah, so they did Spartacus, and then the dude got sick. Andy, I think his name was Andy or something like that. And the dude who was the original Spartacus got sick and he ended up dying from cancer. So in between that time where they were trying to wait for him to get well again, like hoping that he right. beat it, uh, they did a prequel with Galactus, Galactus, Galatin. I forget the dude's name now. And the prequel was good. So um, all I'm saying is that a Sopranos prequel, like we don't have any good... Like there's not like some of my favorite movies are mafia movies. Casino, Goodfellas right now running on cable. Um I even like mobsters, hell. So I was a fan of the Sopranos. Um I, you know, so I don't mind that coming back. I, I can't I don't want to watch Gossip Girls. Um <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm looking forward to that if that's true. I'm just I'm just want some good content, man. It's summertime, and I feel like at summertime they don't put out a lot of good content because they don't feel people will be home. Um, 
you know, and, and there's some things on Netflix I guess I could try to get into. Like, I've been trying to get into this uh, Winona Earp for, like, I've been forcing myself to watch it. Um, I have got into The Runaways on Hulu, which was original content, um, I believe. Um, How, what is the premise of Winona Earp? Winona, Winona Earp. So she, there's a bunch of demons running around. Like why? And she's got, yeah. So she's got the, she's got a gun, like Wyatt Earp's gun, and it's the only thing that can really kill them. Oh, so okay. Doc, Doc Holiday is a kind of like a ghost, and he like, he like kicks it with her, gives her, you know, he, he runs with her, kind of. It's kind of like, yeah. So it's that type thing, but um. Okay, so it's a sci-fi. T- okay, all right. Yeah. yeah, it's a sci-fi thing, man. But um. They they sometimes they just do an awful amount of talking on that joint, you know. Um, you know what I do hope uh, I'd like to see uh, some great American, the greatest American hero, and Knight Rider hit Netflix. Um, some of the old joints from the you know what I mean, like some of the old well, joints that you can go to. Yeah, yeah, not a new one, not, not just just you know what I mean. So we can watch some, you know, some of the old shows that we used to watch. You know, Good Times, uh, The Jeffersons. Um, you know, I mean, I could sit down and actually, you know, just run through The Jeffersons, run through Good Times, run through a couple of episodes of Night Rider. Uh, that's a full day Arthur right there. Give me Miami Vice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. That's why CBS um, is like, uh, we, we have an app. We really want you to pay. We got those properties. Don't you want to sit there and watch CBS exclusives? Yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. In the heat of the night. You know what I mean? Night Court. Um, yeah, yeah, just some of the things that we used to watch. I think that'll be good if they threw, if they do some of that content on there, so you can go in there and watch it. You know what I mean? And you know what? You know who? What? Who's really gonna kill? Who's really gonna make some money? When? Because uh, the only reason why Directv is in business is because of this NFL package. <laughs> so, the next, the next thing that gets the NFL package. Like, just imagine if Netflix got an NFL package, right? You sign up for your favorite team for, let's say, $20 more during the football season, right? Who, you know, $20 more a month during the football season to watch your favorite team. How many people would subscribe to that, Joy? You understand what I'm saying? I oh, mean, yeah. you, you, that, that joint would kill. That joint would kill. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, the NFL to get wise on that. No, no, no. A- no, no. AT&T, I, and I, I was really, like, doing the business. I'm like, that would be worth it. But I forgot. NFL, uh, DirecTV is basically a- a- AT&T. And that's why well, that deal isn't going anywhere. <laughs> well, this is the thing, though. Like, Eventually, somebody's gonna offer them some money, you know. And and like I said, if in the NFL is one thing about the NFL is greedy. Mm-hmm. So even if they offer it to one more person, you know what I mean? Because that other whoever else gets that that um that package is gonna come out a winner. Okay, wait, they're gonna the, come out a winner. I'm trying to think the. Reason 
it, they might be hesitant to do like somebody with Netflix because Netflix doesn't release how many people are watching things at a given time. And for NFL, they would be like, hey, we need to know how many people are watching at a given time for our advertisers. That would be the only like. I think that with with the NFL package, you go to Netflix, you hit the live TV, right? And then, of course, it'll go to whatever NFL servers okay. are. So you're so you're on at you're on Netflix, quote unquote, but you go to that live server. Okay. And then they'll log you in that way. So you you know you get the commercials and yada yada so on and so forth. But you you know you got to pick your team. Like when you first get it, you got to pick your team. You only access you know the more money you pay is the more teams you get. So mm, that's you know, a great way to go. Like, right, right. So so if you pay twenty dollars a month, you're just gonna get uh, for you Denver, for Jeff San Francisco. Javon, are you a Dallas fan, Javon? Are you like the Skins? I don't even know who you like. It's the Skins? No, I'm right with the Washington, unfortunately. Okay, so you like the Skins. You like the Skins, but but you're cool. You get to see your games. So, Do you want to see your games? No. Well, it's for me, the Giants. So this is the thing. I would pay that $20, $25, $30 a month to see the Giants. Mm -hmm. Would you really? You know what I mean? And I'm saying that not sarcastically. I wouldn't pay right now twenty dollars to see my Broncos play. That'd be like four dollars a game, or five dollars a game. I pay five or six dollars a game. Yeah, come on, I dude. definitely do that. Okay. You know what I mean? You, I'd pay that. I, you know what I mean? Because what is that? So, That's just uh, sixty bucks. You know, by the end of the season, basically. You know, you know if your team's I mean? going so, to the playoffs, you're not paying that extra month to watch them lose out for the number one draft right. pick. So think about how much extra extra flow will go into Netflix or like Prime has, like uh, Amazon Prime has a, a live sports thing going on within it. Think about how much extra if you could sign up to that and pay. Like these, I think these companies, I think DirecTV is letting these companies beat them out to that, on that aspect. So you want subscribers, you want people to come, give the people what they want. You know what I mean? Give the people what they want. You know, it's all good on shows, but let's be honest. You go to sports bars for sports. If you can see your team at home, NBA packages, whatever you want, offer it to the people. So, and then that's, you know, but but Golden Girls or what was it? What was it? Golden Glamour Girls? I don't even know what it was. Gilmore Girls? What, a, what, a, what kind of girls? Yeah, Gossip of Girls. Like what? Like what? Every girl, he said. <laughs> So yeah, nah, I'm, it's not. That's not. That's not what the people want, man. You know what I mean? That's not what the people want. I mean, women do. I don't. Is is that a power? Who who even plays in Gossip Girl? Girl? Blake Lively was who? a star in that. Blake Lively. Ryan Reynolds' uh, wife. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Did you watch the show on Netflix? You. You. Yeah. Y-O-U. Y-O-Y-O-U. Yeah. That's actually not a bad show. What's, what's it about? It's basically about a psycho who's stalking the girl he really likes and basically tries to make her fall in love with him yeah, based on the series. stuff he knows. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a yeah. series. Yep. And I saw it, I was like, oh, that'd be a cool movie. Like, oh. Yeah! <laughs> it, 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 I was like... It, it, and if I, it's good because it's like it that actually couldn't be played out like a movie, but it does. It's a series. It's like 
oh, okay. That, that was a good series. So, but the lead and that was from Gossip Girl. So. Okay. So we've talked about this and now I'm very curious to hear everybody's take on this now. So Entertainment Weekly had its big uh, Comic-Con tie-in issue and they featured the stars of the Arrowverse. Uh, so that was Supergirl, Green Arrow, you know the actors' names, Flash, Batwoman, and Sarah Lance. No Black Lightning because he doesn't exist and black people apparently don't exist in the Arrowverse according to their publicity style. Um, We've gotten some news on Arrow's final season. This is going to be, according to the showrunner, a glimpse through his greatest hits. So each episode is going to be a tie-in to the season. So the first episode is going to tie into season one, uh, episode two, so forth. And I think it's ten episodes, so the last two are going to be tied to the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Uh, apparently, Oliver is going to learn that he's going to die, so he's going to go through all the stages of grief, and that's what's going to surprise these episodes. And we already know that, in some capacity, Tommy and Prometheus will be showing up. They've announced that those actors will be back for the final season. Uh, not sure how that's going to play out, but maybe just a flashback, flashback or something like that. And we also know that there's going to be at least some traces of the future storyline because uh, William and Mia will be back as season regulars. So there's going to be some sort of time-shifting element again. I don't know about you guys, but I hated that last season. I thought it was the worst part of last season and Arrow's worst season. So I'm really not looking forward to seeing them show up. Jace, I think you're the only person here who watches this with me. What do you think about this news with Arrow? Are you gonna watch it? No. Oh, you probably want you probably want you probably want a conversation after yeah, that. Yeah, maybe we'll <laughs> uh, it's like I already say that you're like, oh wait, you just asked me a straight up one just an easy question. Heck no. Yeah, that was my mistake. Uh a the whole future storyline is horrible. It, it's just like, hey, Oliver and your crew, you were useless. Nobody cares about you. And you guys were vilified because you did something, which I don't even care to find out what that something was. It's like you let you and I'm I'm sorry. I will say you let your wife come up with a stupid ass plan, a stupid big brother system that lets you know the DNA of any person in the city. And you guys are vigilantes like what moron lets that happen? It's like, oh, wow, we, we've loved Big Brother and Big I mean, government so much. Let's give, I mean, especially how Oliver Queen is supposed to be this, like, kind of very left-wing dude, even though he's a super rich dude, you know, he's kind of like a man of the people. Like, how would he think, like, hey, you know, maybe I should tell my wife this is a dumb idea. I mean, she never, she doesn't think before most of the technology she makes, but this one's really stupid. This it was just definitely stupid. Yeah, it's like, hey, I can find your DNA across the street, but I'm sure nobody will use this for a bad purpose. I'm sorry. What? What? Come on. Like, there's just no conscious. Oh, Felicity. My God, you're the smartest person we know. Really? Hey, nope, Felicity, no one's saying anything? Not, Felicity will not be there this season. That much we know. Uh, Yeah, I don't buy that. It's just coming to the last episode. 
to take over the whole crossover and the crossover the cross the finale of the crossover will be arrow and 90 percent of the show will be focused on felicity you heard it here folks right here so <laughs> somehow everybody will say even the monitor will bow down to the genius that is felicity just like you know what i've been all over the multiverse and i never thought of that you got it felicity i want to say you're wrong i know you do i really do Really, you, you want to say it won't happen, but you're like, you know what? I've seen this story before. It's like, I'm sticking on silent right now. Yeah. It's like, it's like, as we were joking about it earlier, it's like, I was watching that, we were watching that, like, with my dad, and he's like, wait a minute, is this the same thing they did last season? I'm like, we're just like, couldn't help, just, you just stop, like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, the greatest hits of Oliver Queen's, like, can we just go back to season? One, two, and five, and all the rest of it didn't happen. Because I'm perfect. If, that, if we're going to make nine episodes or ten episodes, just stay on those three seasons. Each each season gets three episodes. I mean, the rest of it was trash. I mean, just call. I mean, just call it like it would. I mean, it's spade a spade. That the rest of it shows me trash. Like we want, we like the characters for the most part, but when it came to storyline, it was like retread. Retread, trash, bad. It's like Felicity is God. Oh, uh, it, it got old real quick. So real quick. Yeah. Okay. Good point. So let's uh, move on because I'm I'm glad this is Arrow's last season because I really have all kinds of concerns and issues about that. Uh, Supergirl is also going to see some major changes. Uh, Melissa Benoit's Benoth, I don't know how you pronounce her name. Melissa B. Let's go with that. She's announced and revealed to her Instagram followers that Supergirl has a new costume. And this time, the skirt is gone. She's wearing pants. Chief, I know you're excited about this. Because way back in season one, Melissa B. was always saying, we've been talking about pants in season one. Every time a writer from the show has come up and it's freezing cold in Vancouver, I'm like, guys, please can I not wear tights? I love Kara's old costume. I haven't changed it because it so works, and I think it's very Kara. I've always felt that until recently. I'm like, something's got to give. And because, you know, hey, maybe this will help out with the special effects and fight scenes, Melissa B. also said, I just think it's more adult. Part of my goal in this whole series, for whenever the show is, I just want there to be a very clear arc for this character that she evolved as a woman and found her femininity and her adulthood just as just a self-discovery. So, Chief, what do you think about the news of no skirt in Supergirl and the more adult, more mature hero named Supergirl? Uh, well, Supergirl is actually Superwoman because you can tell this girl she doesn't look nothing like a girl. That's that's all woman right there. That's it's not Supergirl. And then on top of that. None of the crew is very smart there. Not even your boy Brainiac. They're all just a bunch of unsmart characters uh, behind that writing. So whether she wears pants, tights, leggings, jeggings, uh, a trench coat, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Supergirl is... I watch it, but maybe I watch it because I love misery. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm 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 gonna make some more wrong choices in my life still. And Supergirl is just one of those wrong choices. <laughs> um, so, and uh, they they never they never fail to uh, amaze you with the things they do on that TV. So I don't know why she wants to wear tights. I don't know why the skirt. It's more of a work for her. Geez. Is it is it skirts is skirts adult? I mean, it's it's not like she's in a onesie. Real women you, well, don't. Well, now she'll skirts. be. You know, now she'll be in a onesie. Have you seen a, um, a picture? For what it looks like? I I haven't seen the picture, man. You gotta send it to me. All but right, I will. I'll tell you this, man. Um, people gonna be bugging. <laughs> she, she is she is bugging, man. I. They keep bringing it back though. So. Somebody's watching. Somebody besides me is watching. They keep bringing it back. You know what I mean? It's like athlete's foot. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's. You know what I mean? You don't want it, but it keeps coming back. So, what are you gonna do, man? All right, Super Jim, I just sent you the picture. Uh, let me see this thing here. Uh, <laughs> let's see what's going on with Supergirl. She has a onesie. She got her hair looking weird. The suit looks weird. It's bunched up in the leg. You know, she feels comfortable with it, man. I, I, you know what? They, you ever have somebody just concentrating on the wrong thing? <laughs> like, and that's what I feel like happened just now with Supergirl. So she made an announcement about this suit, which is so. What about the writing? <laughs> Why did you make an announcement about that? You know what I mean? Like we have fired our writers. We are. We have a new team coming in to give you great content. Uh, also, we're going to bring in a quality control team. So that when we do the stunts, you know, somebody's putting some effort in to make sure they look at least somewhat realistic to you watchers. When we when we hurl somebody, uh, when a supervillain super villain hurls somebody at a car, the car that they hit will dent. You know? <laughs> he is not um, giving over the coat. <laughs> the car is... Dude, in. that... Right. The car thing, the grass thing, the blue sun thing. Um... It's too many mistakes on that joint, man. It's too many mistakes for uh, the beating of Superman. You know what I mean? Uh, the the how foolish, how like Lex Luthor wasn't even smart. No, Lex Luthor was yeah, really smart. I got it. No, 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 no. Like Lex got out of prison and was manipulating. Everything in that last season, like he got out of jail, put he, the president in office. That was impressive. To how? How did he do all this? You know what I mean? Like they just showed this is what he did. You know what I mean? Like there was no, there was no putting it together. That's just like, you know what I mean? Next day, tomorrow you wake up and I'm president. 
no, no, no. Remember the episode, the episode where it basically explained Lex Luthor, like, hey, he put Otis, he figured out who to be. Ben Lockwood is the face of the anti-human, I mean, alien resistant instead of him because he's, you know, bad guy, number one. So he makes this guy, every man, Joe, is the person against the alien. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Was that something that you could have thought up? No. Really? Because I'm, 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 I'm looking at. I, I mean, like coming up with a pat. I mean, like a patsy, and then creating the next patsy is the vice president. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to manipulate people that hard. Well, I'm saying that you you can come up with pat like it just wasn't. Even the the, the okay. Justice it's, League's... Look, 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 was everything else that got was annoying on the show, did did some of that go on to Lex Luthor as well? Just the stupid stuff just compounded and then you made it, you didn't like Lex as much? Even though we thought John Carter would be horrible as Lex Luthor, and he was passable. Do you thought so? I thought yes. Lex... Uh, the Lex Luthor, I like. The problem I have with these Lex Luthors from from these movies is that these Lex Luthors are either old, they're either weak, or they're just silly. Like the Lex Luthor that I I I only Lex Luthor that. I was in agreement with, and but the the series sucked with Smallville. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't like my man as the Lex Luthor from Justice League. I didn't What's like wrong? John Cryer. Yeah, I didn't like John Cryer as uh, uh, Lex Luthor. I didn't like my man uh, Kevin Spacey. What's your idea, Lex Luthor? Like, I mean, like, are we talking, you're Luthor more like the comic book, I mean, uh, Superman, the animated series. Would that be your... Yeah, yeah well, more of, a, more of a genius. But if you, to me, in a sense, if you're an evil genius, like, they, you're trying to destroy, like, you, you ever see the, you ever see the movie uh, Limitless? Yes. So... <laughs> Dude was dude, when dude became a genius. What did he do? Straightened out his apartment. He started working out, and he made so more pills. So so he no, could, right, no, right. Jeffy, that's not what he did. He decided to gamble and did some other random. No, he was playing the stock markets at first, and then he found a faster way to make money. This that day, but then he found that the pill was killing him, and instead he found a way to eliminate what was in the pill that was killing him. So, Yay. but um. But what I'm saying is, as a genius, on a genius level, he started working out, which makes sense to me. So when I see uh, these scrawny Lex Luthers or these Lex Luthers who just, like, I, I, I look for something brilliant in them. And I don't find, they, they're kind of comical to a sense. And... I don't my 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 character is Lex isn't a comical guy. He's he's a serious guy. And 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 um I didn't like 
the character of Lex being played almost like he was a like he was a fool. Like he just wasn't and I, I get you guys like John Cryden. I'm not saying that I and hated him. Like, like is not a, the right word. He wasn't horrible. I, well, but it, to quote Dwayne, he wasn't that bad. He was, well, he you was know fine what? in the role. Yeah. You know. Like Brainiac, he's know. not like Brainiac 5 casting. Like just completely. Brainiac sucks. Yeah. His buddy Brainiac sucks. That yeah. role is sucks. His genius is just not yeah. even... Present. It doesn't make sense. Man, Manchester Black's role is kind of sucky. Manchester. Uh, John 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 the Alien is sucky. James James the the James the photographer CEO is sucky. Uh, Supergirl, sucky. Lana Lana uh, Lana Luther, sucky. Lillian. I mean that. What? Huh? What is what is Lena Lena? I was like, wait, what's that? Lena, Lana, whoever. She's a LL. She's a LL. So they're all just kind of like. <sighs> okay, you. I, from, I, just, just, I know we talked about. You didn't like her at the end where she's like, I'm going to give y'all bastards one chance to tell me everything. Well, that's the, that that the best part. That was the best scene in the whole damn show. When she sat there at the end watching them lie to her. And she was like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you think, like, like when you watch this thing, um, and I'm not saying the girl who plays her isn't a good actress. And I'm oh, not no. saying that the, 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 the actress, I'm saying the way they're written in their parts, they don't come off as good as they could have been. Like they could, they could make this, they could make this Supergirl thing actually a pretty good show, but they make their their characters at times almost comical. The, you know what I mean? You know the thing is like I, I give I give Supergirl the credit. They have not since they've been on CW. They haven't treaded the same ground as much as Flash has. Flash is very Flash and Arrow have been pretty much rinse rinse and repeat series you know each season beside the actual good ones supergirl's like hey we got you know we're going with the anti alien movement after you know the aliens decide to take over again go figure i think that i did all that but how many how many decisions have supergirl made that was just unsmart just you were like yo why did she do that how many decisions has she made how many times has she gotten beat by a lesser being or uh, got punched by somebody who was who was who was regular who shouldn't have punched her in the first place. Um, you know, um, like I'm I just watching sometimes, and I'll be like, "Why did you make that decision? Well, why did you do that? Um, you know, what happened here with this? Like, she just does things that, as you're watching, you're like, hmm." Was that the decision you made? Was the was that the like was that the smartest decision that you came up with there? That makes sense. Did it make sense? And a lot of times when you're watching that show, if you think about it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, you just we was just talking about it the other day. Heard the fight with Lex, and he's shooting he's shooting lasers at her, right? Yeah. So what's the difference between a laser and a bullet if you can dodge them both? Why is she getting hit? 
Why is she doing acrobatics when she can move at the speed of light and 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 pluck them and knock them out? Because I mean, if she, she did, she, if she did everything that she could, there wouldn't really be any good fights. See, that's but that's what you're saying. But I'm saying if the writers were better, the villains would have better weapons, and it would make sense. There the you go. We, I, so. So if, if Lex was, if that suit was, say, uh, spitting out um, kryptonite, like it should, because, I mean, she was in a suit, this, that, and the third, right? Um, maybe maybe kryptonite bullets or something like that that weakened her. Yeah, they, like it's I a mean, kryptonite is just basically a shield around the suit. And even if she was so, trying to use heat vision from a far distance, it wouldn't do anything. Yes. Like, so, so that's what I'm saying. Like, some, like, yo, these, like, and this is what I'm saying. You have, you have comics. There's references. You can go and reference something and actually bring it into the show. It doesn't have to be that bad. You can make the action scenes make sense. You know what I mean? Who can catch Supergirl unawares? I mean, if I'm looking right at the problem and I have superpowers and I still get cold cocked by by a regular person, anybody, like, yo, what are we talking about here? So, yeah, so they, they it's not the suit. All that to say it's not the suit. They have other issues. If them same writers come back and don't put, put together – uh, uh, a storyline that, that makes sense. Let me tell you something. At at work, man, we um we got uh these machines that that lift can lift heavy things. You know, we put the hook in and we hook something, and you know we hoist it up with the with you know with the with the hook. If now this is a low scale hoist. If I I have hit my head on that low scale hoist, and let me tell you, that thing hurts. It isn't about it's it's no more than maybe eight pounds, but it's eight pounds of metal swinging. We saw a twenty ton hoist hit a man in the head. A, a hoist that holds twenty tons hit a man in the head, and he was conscious when they brought him into the police car. They didn't take him out of the ambulance. They walked into the police car. It's, I'm saying things like that don't make sense to me. Like, yo, do better. Do better this year. Do better. Uh, so, yeah. So wear whatever suit you want. You know what I mean? Uh, you can wear a Hello Kitty outfit with a cape behind it. But be better. Let the writing be better. Let the let the let the foes be better. All right. Well, let their plot be better. I think that's a good point. Good time now. We're talking about people to do better. Fellas, who are your nominees for Dummies of the Week? Jace, let's start with you. Okay. Well, uh, I was I was on ESPN. <laughs> And I happened once again to see a headline that caught my attention. And it states, Broncos hope their poor quarterback play 
ends with Joe Flacco. The headline says it all. The headline says everything. The dummy of the week is my once again, my Denver Broncos. For Thinky, we're going to get into the playoffs. And this is where you would have the Jim Mora sound by playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, with Joe Flacco as quarterback. It's like just yeah, or, or winning championships. It's like just I, I'm I'm looking forward to a nice transition year where uh, Flacco potentially hands it off to uh, Drew, the potential quarterback we drafted in the second round, and see where we go from there. But if there are anybody who thinks the Denver Broncos have any championship aspirations with Joe Flacco is a dummy of the week. Uh, Javon, what do you got, man? Uh, you know, I wanted to, what I'm going to do, it. I'm going to nominate a good folks at ESPN um, for their, uh, they they put on the ESPYs every year, and it seems like every year they just get it wrong. From the host to the jokes, it just it, it just seems to fall flat every year. And I always like to watch the monologue to see how bad it's going to be. I don't think in those I don't know five six years I've watched this this show that anyone's ever done a good job as host. Or, or, or doing an actual monologue that was funny. And the problem is they they just their hosts of the last three years have been Drake, Peyton Manning, and Tracy Morgan. Now, I, I'll never remember for first things first, I, I, Drake has hosted both the ESPYs and the NBA awards, right? Albeit Drake is one of the biggest rappers, one of the biggest stars in the world. Some things just ain't for you to do, and that was definitely one of them. He's, you, you kind of got to be funny and have timing. You got to be, you got to be one of those entertainment, like old school showbiz kind of guys, like cut your teeth on stage, telling jokes and entertaining a crowd, right? Um, Peyton Manning, God bless him, he tried. He's 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 a quarterback, man. There's nothing there's nothing funny about Peyton Manning other than to look at his face and say, God, that's a weird looking dude. It's not like okay, I'm pretty sure in his social circles, he's a funny, engaging guy, but when you put him on a stage and he has to entertain a room full of hundreds of people and millions watching across the globe, that that's not his wheelhouse. Tracy Morgan really tried, but I don't think Tracy Morgan's been on stage telling jokes in years. Tracy Morgan's been on TV for a long time. And I guess it's something to be said about when you take yourself out of that environment, you can't work a room, you can't work a crowd. Um, So ESPN, they get it wrong with their hosts again, and they also get it wrong with the writer's room. And who in the hell is writing a joke? It, it, it was something that was talked about all the last, well, most of the last week, even bleeding into this week. But if you go on YouTube and watch some of these jokes that were delivered by presenters like Usher, um, God, I can't think of the guy's name for uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, a couple other folks came out there, and the the jokes just fell flat across the board. It's like ESPN, you you got to do better. Hire writers and commit to having someone host this thing that can actually host an award show. Like, do your homework a little bit. Stop bringing in people because, okay, they got a name or something like that. 
It's just, it's, it's just a bad look, and it's just not funny. Like you, you want to go viral for some, especially if you're an award show for great moments and being funny. You don't want to go viral because everybody who came up there and told a joke on that stage bombed. It was like the worst amateur night ever at the Insert Comedy Club here. <laughs> That's my dummy, ESPN. Get it right. That's a good dummy choice. All right, Chief, you got one? Well, since we went sport themed here, uh, one of the Giants players, uh, man, Cam Moore, something like that, man. Just got suspended for the team for just domestic violence. And uh, I'm trying to figure out why these dudes continue to um, continue to uh, beat on the the women or get into trouble like this. Like, yo, you guys have the whole world in front of you and you cannot stand listen first of all if you got to hit your woman it's time to get out that relationship that's number one um and, and you need to seek some some type of help man um i'm just so sick and tired of these athletes man just making these wrong decisions constantly and i'm like dude so another one is getting suspended for uh, you know this this you know this dumb stuff, man. And how many more times are we gonna see this with these cats? Like how many times? Like it's almost like right now, people not knowing the effects of like I I I fail to realize how people's how new drug addicts are are born every day. You know the effects. You see what happens. Yet, you know what I mean. It it doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, so I, I jump the other week to my man. I, I don't know what you were thinking. Um, you got too much on the line not to walk away from um, situations like that. You know what I mean? Um, so there it is. My dummy of the week is everyone who used the face app and are now surprised to see that all kinds of privacy issues were taken, all kinds of information was handed over, and that it was a company made by Russians. All those people were like, what? All you guys. Remember dummies of the week. Okay. <laughs> yes, you know, come on. I'm up with dummy emails and all that stuff. And go for it. Anyhow, so that's it for me. So, fellas, thank y'all as always for rolling with me. Thank y'all out there for listening to us. This episode of the Movie Files has been filed.